half ogres wander on into the stinky dragon throwback our latest thirst quencher donkey drunky it's a mixture of quick tempered tequila snap neck schnapps giant gin triple speck sour grapple pucker empty melon liqueur javelin juice battle axe body spray topped with a lemon tree this gluttonous grog will gratify even the greediest gut mm, probably Previously, our adventurers battled in the pitch black bowels of the Shadow Maid against Inku and her swarms of Shadrow. They were able to best Bowlink, aka the fancy looking Shadrow, but blindly fell victim to the intoxicating attacks of Queen Inku. In the end, the Infinites lost the battle and all three diagems, but gained two dads. Round up a refreshment and I'll regale you with our next rank recollection. Did that drink have Axe body spray on no, it? No, 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 no. Battle Axe body spray. Oh. Totally different. Totally different. In high school, when, wait, no, middle school, when Axe came out, we used to do Axe bombs where we'd tape down the little sprayer and we'd throw it. <laughs> You're the worst. You're the worst person ever. You're the worst. <laughs> Get out. Uh, roll, so a roll every saving throw. <laughs> I would have hated you in high school. Yeah. I like ruined my friend's sister's room with one of those. I had a really tough relationship with Axe Body Spray because I'm totally prone to wanting to do the trends and stuff, uh -huh. but I can't smell. And I, <laughs> I had heard that Axe is very potent if you don't know how much to put on. So I was like, I don't know how much is how much. I hated it. Just gotta do the X across the body. That's I know, but but then but that's that's even a different thing. Like how far away? Do you do you hold yeah. it? You know, it's just. Like, I think the answer is owning it is too much. Axe body spray. That's what, and yeah. that's what I thought. Like there was, I got both signals. I got people saying it's too much, and then all, all the boys had it. Yeah. Or, or as it's known in the UK, links. Oh. oh, teenage mutant hero turtles. Yes. No headbutting. Harry Potter and the what? What's uh, it's, uh, philosopher's, philosopher's stone. stone. God, the UK is like <laughs> alternate dimension, crappy America. Am I right? Yeah. USA! USA! <laughs> Getting a lot of looks. Blaine was shot out of a cannon this morning. Uh, must The coffee must have been extra strong. We're also oh, yeah. back from the holidays. Oh, yeah. It's well, first recording the of 2023. 2023. Wait, this is my first piece of content. Yeah. New year? New me. There you go. <laughs> Chris has been saying that all morning. <laughs> new year, new me. I didn't like how my ability score improvements uh, went on the last episode. Improvements. So I improvements. So I, I changed things up. Kyborg's back. He's dumb again. No wisdom. Excellent. No charisma. A lot of cheaty moves. You guys are going to hate me. Let's keep going. Somehow Kyborg's becoming more <laughs> like just, Blaine yeah. by the day. Yeah. <laughs> just like someone who would throw uh, an axe bomb. Hey. I can't stop finger gunning right now. I feel like Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> you exit the cave and the radiant rays of the sun never felt warmer on your weary skin. You look out all across the provinces of Chitora and you see countless dragonborn defeating what's left of the Shadrow as they recoil in the sunlight. Yeah. At the base of the mountain, you see all four ancient dragons surrounding Lodoria, each exhaling their elemental breath in a cone around her. <sighs> her scaly body is consumed and dissolves in a mist of shadow. <laughs> but it, it really is you, isn't it? But you're so grown up, am I not? Dreaming? The dragonborn that's with him says, I'm afraid we've been tortured with the worst fears and nightmares imaginable for what can only be described as an eternity. It is difficult to believe that this is all truly happening. D Dads? 
Forgive us, Bart. We weren't there for you. For years, it seems. And well, we never stopped loving you, son. It seems Dyer has given our family a second chance. A new day to finally make things... Omar stops and stares at Gum Gum. I feel as if I know you. Hi, I'm Gum Gum. Jim Soon. Look. Surely it couldn't be him. Right, Omar? And after all these years... I'm a flower wizard. But his eyes does have the same eyes. I have eyes. You're crossed. (laughs) Dear boy, I believe we're your godparents. You're a god? (laughs) Oh, got it. A new year, same gum gum. (laughs) Yep. The two men look to be confused as, you know, they're, they're looking out around the land. They ask, where are we exactly? That's a great question. I Mount, don't remember. Mount <laughs> Sayamoto. I just said it. I just said Shadow. it. Shadow. Oh, Gus, that don't matter. Totora. <laughs> <There it is. laughs> We've been in a lot of places recently. No, that would require my brain to actually hold on to names of things when people say it. So what are these gentlemen's names again? Omar. Omar. And Omar and Simpson. Oh, Omar and Simpson. Omar. Hmm. Okay. Omar. Omar Simpson. <laughs> appears to be a halfling with a, a ginger mohawk. Ah, I see where I get my good looks. Uh, uh, Simsoon is a gold dragonborn with golden scales uh, and brown eyes. Omar and Simsoon. I see where I get my good looks. That's it. <laughs> wow. Beautiful. Uh, Omar and Simsoon, how long have you guys perceived to have been locked up? We don't know. It seems like it was years. But this doesn't make sense. Tatora shouldn't be an island. What? What do, what do you mean? <laughs> what? It was not an island when we were last here. What was it? It was part of the continent. Oh, like it detached. Oh. And what did you say about my dad? Before they can answer, Duncan interrupts and says, Here, everyone must be tired. Why don't you all have a seat and uh, I'll I'll get get you any beverage you want. While while you talk, (laughs) you can enjoy a warm uh, or cold beverage courtesy of uh, your, your good old friend Duncan. Okay, I'll take a coffee, Duncan. I'll take information about my dad. Hey, hey Caleb, are you okay over there? That sounded a bit just, suspicious. I don't know why. What's he doing? Why is he like rushing to get us drinks? He's just, What's going on? We've been through some trauma. Yeah, nice cup of Joe might solve some worries. I just I, after what we went through with Mud's family and his fake brother, I just don't. I just don't trust. I'm just scared. Like, are these Omar and Simpson? Better be your real dads, Russ. They're going to see some hands. Kyborg's afraid to love again. He's been, he's been hurt too many times. Uh, do I, like, I know I don't know everything about what's going on. Do I recognize them as my fathers? Well, you could definitely see an influence. How about that? Not a resemblance? Yeah, resemblance, okay. sure. He said influence. Well, because th- th- there's there's additional things we haven't gotten to. Okay. A resemblance. Okay. Yeah. But if Bart is part dragon, dragonborn, Simpson is his dad. Simpson. He's, he's, Simpson is a no dragon P. guy. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you were born out of an egg? Was Bart born out of an egg, Simpson? Oh, that's a great story. Many years ago. <laughs> when two people love each other very <laughs> much. love each other very much. Many years ago, we wanted to have a child. But we had trouble bearing one ourselves. So a wise friend led us to a magical place called the Embryo Woods. And the magics there granted us our own child. Wow. And that's little Bart. And that was me. So I'm, I'm magic. Everyone make a, a perception check. <laughs> Not me forgetting where perception is. Dude, same. It. It's been a year. 12 for Bart. Ooh, a weird low roll for Bart. No, I rolled a four. 17. <laughs> 17. 16. 
Wow, Bart, you're normally at the top of the list. Well, you should let me roll again. I mean, they are my, my dads. <laughs> you all notice that as they're talking and, you know, telling these uh, stories about the past, that they seem to be aging in front of your eyes. Oh, no. Oh, quick. Gosh. Quick what? What Dad, do we do? How do you, how, what happened to, how, how, how do you know my parents? <laughs> <laughs> the most selfish thing possible. So <laughs> I know. I know. You see, we were led to the embryo woods by our wise friend, Garador Ard. And Garador helped us channel the magics. And after the birth of Bart, he made the strange request to us that if he should ever have a child of his own, that we would be that child's godparents. Oh. Huh? Wait, so you're saying he's Gum-Gum's dad? Well, we see the resemblance in the eyes. He said something else as well. What, what was it? I dropped this kid a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he said he was going to hide. Hide. And if we needed him, we could find him somewhere. Where? Where was it? I don't know. It was somewhere. Uh-huh. Is the place called somewhere? <laughs> like, is this like a who's on first kind of situation? <laughs> no, that Simpsons type of humor there. <laughs> oh, Dynasty. It was an island. Dynasty. Wait, Dia? <laughs> like, yeah, like Dia Gems. Yeah. And like the, the, the nice sugary beverage. And then what happened? <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second. <laughs> they seem to be really getting wrinkled. Omar and Simpson, like, very wrinkled, like gray hair is uh, sprouting out of their heads. Wait, Wait, I, I, have, I have a question. Actually, I have a question out of Mud Voice. Yeah. Is there a version in D&D of, like, a calendar, a year? Yeah. What year what is it? And what's like, what year is it right now? Yeah, what's the BCAD split? What's that? Well, I mean, it would be different uh, world per world. In this world, there would be several different calendars. BD before Dia. Before Dia. <laughs> before BDAD. <laughs> There's different calendars depending on where you are in the world and whose rule it is. Typically, the way it works is a calendar would be set by the years of a specific ruler's rule. Like in New Valros, it might be the third year of King Knives' rule, for you know example. There's like common is like English, what's the common calendar? At this point, communication is so difficult, there would not be a common calendar. Whose kingdom? Where are in my kingdom, You're right? in Totora. Oh. My kingdom. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. You guys are aging really quick. What's going on? Like, we are. You guys should really moisturize more. Do you feel, do you feel weird? They look at their hands and they take note of age spots that seem to have rapidly spread on their hands. This is scary. Are we aging? Make a perception check. Oh, gosh. Just me or everyone? Can I make one as well? Just you. Okay. Oh. 24. Okay. Uh, you don't appear to be aging any more than normal. Wait, so is this like Indiana Jones, like their skulls are about to pop out and stuff? Yeah, I would say kind of kind of like the one with Sean Connery. If I can't remember the name right now. Uh, uh, Last Crusade. Grail. Last Crusade. Yeah, Last Crusade. Uh, Bart, you might not have a lot of time with these two. At this point, Duncan chimes in and says, um, I've heard tale that in times long ago, this world, Faza, was one giant piece of land that then became fractured into the continents we know today. Perhaps they're talking about that time because they don't know Totora as being an area that's separated from the rest of the continent. Oh, tectonic plates. Could I, um, could I cast Detect Magic on sure. them? Sure. Okay. I cast Detect Magic. Yeah, you detect strong magic coming from Omar and Simsun uh, from the School of Necromancy. Oh, Ooh. could I try... I was going to say I could try a dispel. Six level. Six level. I don't know if I have. We haven't. <laughs> on the fifth. 
Um, I do have it on sixth level. Okay. Yeah, the sixth level. Wait, I got seventh, seventh level. Whoa. So I'll just go ahead and do that. Yeah, do that. Let's yeah. see. <laughs> Anything, uh, when it's at that high, you automatically end the effects of a spell on the target if the spell's level is equal to or less than the level of the spell, spell site. So, wow. So seventh level or lower, it's gone. So who do you cast this on? Because it says choose one creature. But which dad do you like that? <laughs> 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 Bart closes his eyes and goes, eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Um, do it to the the halfling one. I don't know how long Dragonborn live, but I'm going to say that they have longer lives than a halfling. Although halflings live a long time in, like, Tolkien era. You could do, like, three and a half levels. You I can do two of them? On both I, of well, them. I have a sixth level I could, I could cast. Uh, fine. Seventh on the halfling, sixth level on the uh, Dragonborn. Okay. The halfling is Omar, and the Dragonborn is Simsun. Let me cast the seventh first. Okay, so you cast the seventh level dispel magic on Omar. Omar. And he just looks at his hands. It seems like the aging has stopped. But right. not reversed. Correct. Oh. Bibbidi bobbidi boo on Simpson. Yeah, he also looks at his hands. It seems to have stopped. All right. I feel fine. Maybe my memory is just a little foggy. Oh, well, that happens to the best of us. You're welcome. It just saves your daddies. Thank you. <laughs> Bart uh, takes Mud's hands and kisses them. <laughs> <laughs> You were a generous god. <laughs> I reach for Simsoon in, in Omar's hands, and then I realize that they're all old and wrinkly, and then I, I don't kiss them. <laughs> uh, Simsoon says that... Uh, <laughs> yes. We lived here in Totora, and after we were blessed with Bart, we returned home here. But we were ambushed by someone who overpowered us in one fell swoop of darkness. You remember who? It was that woman, Inku, who was torturing us. Why did she ambush you? She wanted to find Garador. Who evolves from Magikarp. Who's your dad? Garador, who's the guy who led you guys to the... Uh, the embryo Woods. Embryo. Yeah. I was like, I know the embryo was in there. Embryo Woods. Yeah, that's right. She was searching for Garador, and he resisted as long as we could. But she promised to free Bart from the Shadow Mane if we gave her information. For information? We couldn't stand the thought of you being trapped here with us, Bart. So we told Inku about the moving island, Dianesty. Moving island? Oh. Is it like floating in the sky? We have never been there ourselves. Oh. In your time, did you guys have things called diagems? Diagems? Are those related to dia? Uh, yeah, yeah. One would assume. There's all different colors. It's like a rainbow. I haven't heard of that. Have you heard of that? I haven't heard of that, no. Have you ever spoken to Daya? No, we've never had a chance to encounter her. Did Inku say what she wanted my dad for? No, we don't know what happened or why she was searching for Garador. See my mom? We don't know. We didn't know you existed until a little while ago. Oh. Well, Inku released Bart but left him all alone and abandoned in the material plane while we remained in the shadow main being tortured. Oh, my papas, I'm so sorry for this. You didn't deserve it. We're just happy that you were able to get out and have done so well for yourself. I feel I feel like Duncan's been standing there with drinks in hand yeah. the entire time. So I go over and take one of the drinks. Yeah. Well, Duncan, you put the coffee in front oh, of okay. uh, Kyborg. Nobody else asked for a drink. I'd you like want to drink. <laughs> uh, extra dirt? Yes. Uh, it'll get a little mud. Well, so you guys resisted torture essentially for what seems like decades, if not centuries. Ages. Yeah, that's... Hey, uh, inspiration died to both you guys. 
Was there anyone there with you in the Shadow Realm or whatever? Shadow Mane. Shadow Mane. Oh, it was just us. We were isolated. Just ourselves and Inku. So one can assume they did not find Girador. Not as far as we know. Girador didn't get taken to the Shadow. I never saw him. Got it. Duncan, you know, after handing uh, Mud his coffee, says, I don't think that the Finns here are in any state to travel. I can look after him here in Totora while you guys try to figure out what's going on. Please take good care of them. Oh, absolutely. I feel like we should be taken care of too for a little bit because we, we just came out of a fight that we almost died. So oh, yeah. can we head somewhere for rest? <laughs> yeah, uh, you can rest here in Totora if you like. Yeah, I'm going to need that. How's, how is our standing with the Totorans? As you know, they don't typically like outsiders, but they are appreciative of all the help that you've given them. And uh, they know of Bart as being the quarterling. So uh, you are... Barbara's flexing. <laughs> you are okay to stay. Cool. Bart goes up to uh, Omar and Simpson and he goes, uh, if it's okay with you guys, could I sleep in your bed tonight? Oh, <laughs> absolutely, Bart. Papas. If it's okay <laughs> with you guys, can I sleep on the floor next to your bed? <laughs> sleep on the foot of the like bed like a dog. dog. <laughs> if it's okay with you guys, I'm going to sleep in my own room <laughs> yeah. and double lock the doors. I'm going to go have a trance across the island, <laughs> trying not to think about these four grown men. They're my dad. I know. You're my dad. That makes it weirder, Bart. Perhaps while you rest, we can play a song. And Omar pulls out a bass guitar. From where? Uh, <laughs> from his col- from his belongings. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where do any of us keep them? Really? Yeah. I didn't. I just. I feel like a bass guitar was like really noticeable. Soon, soon. Do you play anything? Well, the bass guitars also may have a more practical use. Snacks. Mm. Kind of sure. like how. Uh, I have a loot of laughable levity. If Simsoon doesn't play the bassoon, it's a waste. <laughs> Simsoon pulls out a, a cello. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the musical family, this tracks. Out of his mouth. <laughs> Simsoon has a, like an amplifying device huh. uh, that he uses to amplify his voice. Omar begins playing his uh, his his musical instrument, and Simsoon begins singing a song for all of you. I feel like an amplifying device in like a magic-based world would just be some sort of magical creature that you're yelling into that then yells it out it's, loud. It's, it's not the Flintstones. <laughs> Bart uh, sits down cross-legged uh, in front of them to listen. Aw. Give, give us a taste of that music. Let's hear it. Oh, all right, here you go. <laughs> you get that, that'll get added in post. Gus, <laughs> but Gus has got to give the basis of the song. Yeah, can you give us the lyrics at least, Gus? Come on. <laughs> Come on. It's a it's an old tale that's sung in a, la- a language that you all no longer understand that has been lost to the ages. oldest time one might say mm-hmm. gibberish amazing it's just it's just it's just gonna be micah singing in like simlish or something <laughs> simlish. or like sounding like the animal crossing dialogue well i my, i'm kind of hoping that whoever they got to play omar and, and simsoon are the ones singing oh i know like, i know hey, who it is them? one is blizz oh remember Quadrant. Yeah. <laughs> and I, remember, I don't remember who the other is i'm sure it'll be a lovely song and i can't wait to hear it I want to perceive if one of these men is quadrant. So are they still singing or? No, we're done. 
Well, yeah, yay. What did my dad look like? Besides my eyes. <laughs> keep asking about <laughs> He was an orc. He was a dear friend of ours who was renowned for his knowledge of magical places in the world. He was very well-traveled. Now we know where you get your handsome good looks from, mud. Uh, I mean, gum gum. <laughs> One or the other. Sorry, we met your parents. Your mom was hot. Anyways. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> um, are we heading to the uh, someplace? Yeah, it's weird to sleep in the same bed as my parents, <laughs> but you can call someone else's mom hot. I got a lot of parent issues, all right? <laughs> Duncan asks. Maybe it's time to check in with Dr. Ahem. Uh, we got the stone. You know what? Wait, where did we... we we're with him at one point. He had yeah, that mech here. suit. Yeah. You parted away. He was going to go check on Hugh Manor and his escape. Okay. So we, we're not with him currently, right? Correct. Yeah, we have the sending stone, but we could only speak so many words. And it's only one message back and forth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So then I would just, uh, we'd probably just ask for like a sit rep kind of thing. Or give him our location. Because he's still on the island with us. It's, every time we do this, it's like that All phone. Right. <coughs> Dr. It's like Hemp? that phone commercial of we had a baby, it's a boy. <laughs> Just to clarify, Dr. Hemp is not on the island. Remember, he went to go check on Hugh Manor. Yeah. Uh, was he not on the ship with us either? He was. You all got dropped off, and then they continued okay. on for their part. So of, of it's all owls. Yeah. And you have 25 words, was yes, it? Yes, 25 words. On to Tora, what is your status? Okay. We have my parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's 10. Looking for... Mm-hmm. Girador. Girador. Dad. That's one word, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Uh, Possibly <laughs> on. 15. Dynasty. Embryonic. Embryonic. Embryonic woods. Yeah, that's two. 17. Inku. Very bad. Yep. Uh, uh, <laughs> Q Manor bar. still <laughs> out. Q Manor still out there. Uh, uh, that's that's 25, but you can you can. You said earlier, what is? You could say what? What? And then we get one more word. Um, poop. Oh. I'm going to okay. throw that one in for Over. you guys. <laughs> 26. Okay. On to Tora. What is your status? We have my parents looking for Garador, possibly on Embryoak Woods. Inku, very bad. Human are still out there? Yeah, well, he was on Dynast- Dynasty's Island. The Inc- oh. Embryoak Woods is where you were born. Uh, okay. Uh, I guess. Could I retcon that? Yeah, we can edit that. <laughs> does this does this app have an unsend feature? <laughs> Maybe you can correct it tomorrow. Okay. You send it, then after a few seconds, there is a, a response. Please stop. It's over. Build it. It's over. Build it. It's over. Build it. Build it. Like if you call somebody who's Please on the toilet stop. having a situation, I, I, it sounds more like <laughs> time to bust out the poop knife. Maybe he's ah. at a maybe he's at a restaurant and he's like he's saying he paid for the bill already. No, I build it. Somehow I don't think that's the case. So, so it, maybe someone's trying to build something. That's stop. It's over. Build it. It sounds like we caught him. Like this is like a butt dial situation, and he's so in the middle of a fight. Him. Yeah, he's, he's clearly in trouble. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess we gotta go find Doctor Ahem. Duncan, do you know where he is? Well, he last said he was searching for Hugh Manor. So we got an Herbloom. He was headed towards Herbloom to begin tracking him. I'm not sure if he would still be there. Uh, I have a map here that perhaps could help you figure out where you want to go. And he pulls out a rolled up scroll and offers it up to the party. Okay, I grab it. Hey, uh, we should probably show, hey, Omar and Simsoon, this is what the world looks like now. 
I open the scroll. Ooh, that's disturbing. Yeah. Click tectonics, dude. Visa was just one mass in our time. Yeah. Pangea. That's what they called it. So, how is Bart not really old? Ah, we don't know. Maybe because he wasn't in the shadow main with us. Yeah, I don't think it was years that was aged them. It's not, if I, if I dispelled it with us with this that thing, that I think it was like a bad spell. Wait, no, no, no. Because if they existed way in the past before the continent had broken up into several islands, that means that technically Bart and Gum Gum well, might be ancient. Le- yeah, but it also like we're in D and D. Doesn't need to be that like a thousand years pass or a million years pass. It could be like some angry god hey, separated Duncan, it all. Duncan, when did the islands get all split up from the main continent? There you go. Oh, the fracture of Phaza was many ages ago. See, they're ancients. You didn't know until you asked, and me questioning made you ask. I know plate tectonics. I went to co- I went to biology or whatever. You went to biology. <laughs> <laughs> you almost convinced me you were playing Kyborg Smart. All right, ages, ages, you say. All right. What do you know about the splitting? The splitting, I mean, it's all that we've ever known in our life. But from what I've been taught, the world was all once one giant body of land. But through some calamity and divine power, it was split into separate lands that we know them today. Okay. So then by that logic, then Bart and Gum Gum, I think you guys are from the past. Huh? Well, you have to be. Because if you were born from the Embryoak Woods back when... Uh, your dad, Zomar, and Simsoon were running around and the land was whole. That's when you were born. So then, does that mean you guys were teleported into the future? Is there a spell that lets me cast carbon dating? <laughs> I can figure this out right now. Duncan, DM, tell me if I'm wrong. <laughs> does this logic track? It's possible. People do not age in the shadow main. I know Inku mentioned that at one point. So it could be that while they were in the shadow main, they were frozen in time until they re-emerged back into the material plane. Right. How old was Bart whenever you Inku got you? I guess you're asking his parents? Yeah. Bart was still just a tiny baby. We barely knew him. So then Bart and Gum Gum, I guess you guys don't know, but like, were you guys ever frozen in time? Or did you... Was I ever frozen in time, Bart? Was there a memory of a flash forward? Do I have a, can I do a check or anything like that to have any recollection of You that? wouldn't know you were young, so young, a like baby. a baby. Yeah. A baby. Bart had perfect memory since he was shot out of the egg or whatever. So. <laughs> whatever thing. It looks like with the map being as it is, Totora is actually pretty close to Urbloom. If yeah. we wanted to start looking for some clues of where uh, that good old doctor is. A little hop, skip, and a jump. Duncan also chimes in and says, It might also be worth checking out the Embryoak Woods to see if you can find any clues there about Dynasty Island as well. Probably. Yeah, those aren't too far away either. Feels like we could do both, maybe. Should we start in Herbloom? Yeah, I feel like you start with what's closest and you, and you head there. Because we, I mean, Dr. Ahem is clearly in trouble currently. Wait a second. Wait, I'm looking at our DMs to see oh, if yeah, like, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm waiting. I'm just, yeah, I know, you, I figure you all were still right. so we, trying to figure it out. We need to, here's the plan. We need to go have a nice kip um, to get at our a strength bag. Strength bag, spell slots. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then we can use, we can leave the Finns. That's their name? Yes. The Finns here with Duncan. And then we can go uh, use the Hemmobile to head to Airbloom. Can I give marching orders to Omar and Simpson, Bart? Please. Can you guys go to a library and kind of get caught up and then maybe figure out <laughs> what happened? Because you guys have been gone for a while and we need you guys. This can't you, uh, be a man out of time. Do some history study. Do you want to come with us? I don't think we should bring them. We're going to go into some dangerous stuff. Ugh, we're way too weary. 
We need to rest. Yeah, I agree. All right. Off to some place to rest. Okay, yeah, you can uh, rest anywhere on Tator that you like. I assume you'll find uh, a spot probably close to where you first entered Tator, probably over by Geo, and just rest at the village there. Okay. I want to I wanna hit one of those famous Tatora gyms. The long rest, I assume? Yeah. Long rest. Yay! Felicitations, my foul-smelling friends. Just want to thank you all for listening to our show week after week. We really do appreciate your support. Want to invite more folks uh, along uh, with us on the journey. So help us out by telling people you know, or maybe folks you don't know. We know just people on the street. Uh, tell them to follow us at Stinky Dragon Pod, either on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, or all of them. Uh, plus, you can join us on the lovely Stinky Dragon subreddit if you make a post on social media using hashtag Stinky Dragon Pod. We might even name an NPC in the show after you forever, canonically, chronically, uh, in the tales of the Stinky Dragon or Tales from the Stinky Dragon, you know, the actual name of our show. Uh, speaking of which, we just dropped the third Stinky Dragon soundtrack, White Winter. It's available on all your favorite music streaming platforms. Delve into the icy depths of Kaltberg, explore the enigmatic mysteries of the ethereal plane, and be bewildered by the beauty of Bartholomew the Bard. Uh, plus, we've included encounter music to use in your own uh, sessions of D&D with your friends. Check it out wherever you stream music. Stay stinky. I feel like as a magic-based person, I would totally just fire off a bunch of spells before bed just to do it. You never know. What if you get attacked in the middle of the night? Yeah. Before your long well, when, rest is When completed? does the long rest happen? It's like, when does the... Uh, After eight hours. Yeah, it has yeah. to clock at that. As you guys are going to bed, you hear across the island, Action surge! <laughs> just the sound of arrows hitting walls. <laughs> Exploding. <laughs> Hard to get a good night's rest. It's like New Year's Eve all over again. <laughs> inside, inside, inside of my Don't room, you can just hear like every animal and dragon yeah. and, and <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Rest done. Wow. Rest done. All right. So uh, you guys are going to get in the Ahemmobile and head on your way. Alabunga, dude. I have Marge. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go via sea. Yeah, because it's uh, just a short little jaunt. Not flying. I just switch it up. Let's just switch it up. You know, Mud I get tired to be turning into the same thing over and over again. If we set sail from Tsunam, Erlum is like, you yeah. can swim that gum gum. In fact, do you want to? But would we, we be able to better look for islands from high up? We got a map gum. We'll be okay. Oh, we're gonna, we're, let's take ocean. I'm tired of flying. Okay. Boy, are my arms tired. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, it must be tough in. flying and having two arms. <laughs> 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 what what can I turn into? Oh, I, I'll turn into a giant octopus. <laughs> it's just a flaunt arms in front of Kai. That's how you're going to pull our vessel? <laughs> uh, no, actually I can't because I, I haven't seen one actually. I have only, uh, I can cast. Uh-huh. Uh, but I turn into Plesiosaurus and uh, pull this thing. My old enemy. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you uh, transform into a Plesiosaurus and uh, I heard Bart say the magic word. Yep. Calabunga. Uh, and the Ahemmobile. Uh- turns into a, a boat. Could it actually turn into a submersible? Mm, I don't believe so. The options are uh, boat, wagon, saddle, device. and uh, flying device. Oh, we could be like one of those, like, you could turn into an elephant and we could put it on like a big saddle, like a 300. Yeah, and then we'll swim across the place with an elephant. Okay, please do us. Boat. Okay, go ahead and roll me a D6. E6 coming in. I rolled a one. All right. Yeah. The seas are very calm and it's a very beautiful day to sail across the sea. 
You find it to be a very pleasant experience. Nice. Cool. You make the short trip across a very narrow sea from Totora over to Urbloom. And as you begin to Dial. get... <laughs> as you begin to see uh, land appearing and rising over the horizon, you can very quickly after that start to see smoke rising off the land as well. It'd be so nice to just arrive anywhere that has its, you know, its crap together for yeah. once. Can you, you ever hear about those lands where they meet you and they put flowers around your neck and you're like, Maybe it's aloha. It's oh yeah? Smell. All right. They're Let's having go. a big barbecue. Oh, wow. In our honor. Or maybe, uh, who's that guy we met who sold the uh, flower? What was his name? Oh, he's, oh. he's franchising. <laughs> Would love for that to happen. Making a lot of <laughs> drug jokes. Yeah, yeah. On the during, oh, during oh, my oh. my uh, campaign. I forget what his name was. My art. Okay, last time we came up to a place and there was like smoke on the horizon, bad stuff. It was Totora, and that was a heck of a fight. Do we perceive from afar what what's going on? Do you have any kind of like spyglass or looking glass or anything? And Elven eyes. That, that's not what, what I'm asking for. Elven eyes, Yeah. My special eye. Uh, I mean, is there is there like fog in the way? Because then Bart's got the goggles. For that. No. Okay. All right. Just smoke rising. Do you know what? What I can do to help us uh, do that is uh, uh, so I turn back into normal fear bog, um, and I cast. You get in the boat too. Yeah, because we're we're stopping from a, we're like still a distance off, right? Okay. You tell me. Cast conjure animals, and I just cast a bunch of birds. Eight hundred birds. Let's say eight. Mm-hmm. Name a bird. In D and D, that I haven't done yet. That you haven't done yet? A yeah. falcon. Yeah. Grackle. Grackles. I, I <laughs> cast eight grackles. They all go to Pigeons. <laughs> I cast. I cast for falcons, and I'll send actually sixteen falcons. Mm. Uh, no, because I cast on lower level, so eight. Real Saruman movie, you hear? Yeah. And they just to do some recon. Okay. And then they can come back, and I can understand them. Yeah, you dispatch the falcons out to the distance, and uh, they come back. A short time later, mm-hmm. and you can talk to them, right? Yeah. Is it, is it just like total clear communication? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, Gus gets to use his Falcon voice. Falcon punch. Falcon punch. <laughs> yeah, it's because I can I can understand animals. Okay. Look at all those chickens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they say that the city is in ruins. It appears to be destroyed. That's I, not how they'd sound. Go ahead, Gus. Do that again. <laughs> 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 that all like, right. Well, I'm killing Kyborg. I'm, 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 I'm making a note of it right here. A giant kraken takes out just, just the part of the boat that Kyborg's in. All right. So it's not the barbecue and it's not people having just a good old time. No. There appear to be strange beings we've never seen before there laying waste to the city. Also, Dr. Hammond, his message said build it, right? Correct. He said stop and then something, something, build it. Do we notice any, I know we might not have like perfect recollection, but like any new structures or new things that weren't there before. You're still too far away to see. The only way you can get information is from the Falcons. You can ask Mud to ask the Falcons. Can you ask your Falcons if uh, any new structures are around? Yeah. They said no, no, nothing new. It, It appears to all be destroyed and those strange red creatures lighting fire to stuff and attacking everything. Are any, are, are any of the defining features of them the red? I feel like there should be more. They're very difficult to describe. It's like they're constantly changing and shifting. Oh. All right. Um, Sludges? Maybe. They were not red. When he said build it, was it a build it as in like a command or build it as in he was like reluctantly like saying it? Like, okay, tortured. fine, build it. Like being tortured. Hard to say. That's open to interpretation. He's probably just had a Build-A-Bear workshop. Mm. <laughs> Wait. Having a hard time. Build yeah. it. Uh, okay. Can we like paddle in? <laughs> yeah. Okay. 
Like with what, your arms or? I don't know, are there oars in the hemobile when it turns into a boat? No, it's intended for mud to pull it. I have a shield. I'll just use that. Okay, yeah. But that's going to just be on I'll one side. A, I'll use a, a gum gum. Okay, uh, yeah. You all, <laughs> you all begin okay. paddling uh, and getting closer, and then uh, everyone make a perception check. Perception coming up. Three. <laughs> you said that so proudly. 14. 30. Whoa. 14. First nat 20 of 2023. You have cluster I do. Mud, you're the first to notice, but you see what almost appears to be like a wall of red energy heading to you from Urblu. No, that's not good. Like, we're approaching it, so it looks like it's heading towards no, us, it or looks it's like actually coming it's towards It's coming us. towards you. Is it um in the water? It's kind of everywhere. In no, the water. Is it, is, is it, it's going all the way down into the water? Yeah, like there's some in the water. It's not like a solid mass, but like tons of almost like huh? weird red lights and energy. Right. It's just pulsing and moving in erratic paths. Race for impact. As it gets closer, you can see it's lots of individual small red, for lack of a better word, almost like lightning. It appears to be just constantly morphing into different shapes and sizes. Oh, rotons. I put up a shield. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what to do. And I shield Bart. Is it fire? They're coming at us. Almost, the almost like lightning. But we see it like it touch anything else or anyone else, and it what the effect Nothing is. Else in its well, it's, it's just yeah, ocean just between like, you and. Should we dive? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, I jump out of the boat and dive. Team. Yeah. I don't know. All right, I'll grab hold of of, of mud. <laughs> you dive overboard, and uh, you can see in the distance underwater. There's also just uncountable numbers of these. I get back. In red the boat. beans. <laughs> Yeah, Bart gets back. Rapidly in the boat. Um, moving towards you, closing the distance. Figuring it would be underwater too. I don't have any. Uh, anybody got anything to uh, deal looking. with this? I'm looking. Uh, kind of. What? Gift of the chromatic. I do. I, <laughs> I can protect myself, and that's about it. Okay. Oh, Bart, do your teleport door on the other side when it comes to. Well, that would just help me. No, you could take mud. Why? No, it and has it... to be a creature my size or smaller. Well, mud gets small. Oh, and, yeah. And I I'll can. teleport. And then you use chromatic dragon. <laughs> chromatic dragon? Yes, general gum gum. Use chromatic grackle. Yeah, okay. Hold sure. on one second. I don't know. Bart? Could I cast horse cage around us? What the hell is horse what? cage? Horse. A oh, I said horse cage. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of weird names for D&D stuff. I was prepared to hear what horse cage was. <laughs> Oh, wait. I don't know if I want to do It lasts one hour. You can dispel it, though, once it's done. What's it do? An immobile, invisible, cube-shaped prison composed of magical force springs into existence around an area you choose within range. The prison can be a cage or a solid box if you choose. A prison in the shape of a cage can be up to 20 feet on on, on the side and is made from half-inch diameter bars spaced half an inch apart, but I'd probably choose a box. A uh, prison in the shape of a box can be 10 feet on a side, creating a solid barrier that prevents any matter from passing through it and blocking any specific cast into or out of the area. That's pretty cool. When you cast a spell, any creature that is completely inside the cage's area is trapped. Creatures only partially within the area or those too large to fit inside the area are pushed away from the center of the area until they are completely outside the area. Is it a concentration spell? It is... No. Not. Is there a way to end spells once you've cast them like that, Gus? No. Yeah, so it would last one hour. So we'd be we'd be trapped in here. For and an this, hour. Yeah, and the spell cannot be dispelled by dispel magic. It, yeah. it clearly says that. So it's more to do on someone else versus our own mm. team. But yeah, um, but it also sounds like kind of a what are this? We are in the water. I don't know if it's. <laughs> oh no, I jumped. No, back we're, in the we're in the boat. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know what? Do it. It sounds like a safe room. What if we do it? Just have a nice little hour break. Yeah, I could take a short rest. <laughs> I don't know if we'll all fit in though, because a box is only ten feet. Ten a ten, ten foot cube. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If we yeah. lay on top of each other, because we can fit in a five by five. 
Okay. You can? Isn't that one square in D&D? Yeah, normally. Oh, I see. Each one of you can fit in a 5x5. Five five. Yeah. So that's what you said. Yeah, sorry, 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 I yeah. thought you meant all four of you could fit yeah, in a 5x5. Yeah. Five five. So technically, that's four D&D squares, yeah. which we can all fit in. Yeah. Do it. I don't care. I'm okay with I, it if you are, Bart. It sounds like you're not super comfortable with it. It's either, I would say that or try and teleport the other side of it as it comes. Well, is it is this stuff like kind of like, do we see it as far as we could see? Or is it like a, something that's like moving? It's not like... Yeah, is it a wall expanding. or is it a mass? It's neither. It's like many individual things. There's so many of them. It almost appears like a wall. Mm. It's like a nuclear bomb. Well, it's scary. What do you think, guys? Do it. Yeah. I cast force cage on us. Didn't see that coming, did you guys? No. Or as uh, oh, I, I will John say, wants force cage. <laughs> so the thing, the, the one thing about force cage and the thing to remember now with these higher level spells is that they do have material components that we do need to keep track of. Okay. Specifically, force cage requires ruby dust worth 1,500 gold pieces. Oh, dang. Oh. Wait, what? Why did it let me pick it then? Yeah, well, no, that, it's just there are components. That, yeah. Remember how I had to buy the dragon thing? Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, so I can't cast it. Right. With these really powerful spells, in order to kind of act as a limit to them, we do need to keep track of these material components. How does one get ruby dust? Did we get any money from saving the <laughs> tutorial? <laughs> But the too too late now yeah. to, to buy. Yeah. I think we go with Gum Gum's plan. Maybe Bart dimension doors. You turn into a small animal. Going oh. after you, do the immovable rod, and then I chromatic. Can drag. you make Can you make Bart really big? No. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I can make Bart like a giant animal. I also have polymorph. That's what you say. So I could take someone with me as well. No, you only take how, you only take one. Yeah. So all right, let's do uh, let's do, let's do I, something. I, I will ask. You all are are working on step one. What's step two? Of what? Once we get through the other side? Right, because it seems like there's thousands of individual entities. Oh, so is, oh. but is it like, is the wall like just a wave of them, like uh, something that we would pass through, or is it just an ongoing mass of them? It seems like they're heading towards you, no, like no, they no, followed the Falcons. Like imagine, is it just a just a, a sheet of them, or is there a bunch behind the sheet of them that are also yeah, advancing? Yeah, is it one? It's surrounding, like everywhere. It's not just like a single to. one. There's, okay. It's like there is depth to it. Okay. Then, um, that's why I don't know what the teleporting is going to do here. Because I think it's just going to teleport us to more of them. That's, that's kind of what I was getting at. Like, yeah. you got to step one, but there is no. And then... Can we go to your secret garden place? But that doesn't solve them still attacking us. Just hide in there. <laughs> this campaign. Well, should we try to cast some spells on them to hurt them at least? I don't know. Try it. Can shoot a bursting arrow. Do it. Yeah. I'll also try, I could do Thunder Wave. Yeah, why not? There's no wrong answers right now. How close are they to us right now? They're still a significant distance. If I had to put a number, I'd say at least a mile away at this point. Which, how, how high is the wall? Good question. Hard to tell. A couple hundred feet. Dang. Why are there so many of these things? It's too many. Can you uh, turn into a different type of, can you turn into a plane? Take us up? I mean, that's what, that's what I was asking. But if it's a couple hundred, I can't make, like, I, I mean... It would seem like that's super high. It's so much for your flying abilities. And they're not. I pushed Kyborg off the boat. <laughs> they're not impacted by the water at all. Now yeah. that you can tell, yeah, yeah. You, you saw them underwater. So if they're a mile away, maybe as they get closer, I can shoot a bursting arrow right at the wall in front of us, and maybe that'll disperse yeah. them. But like yeah. until then, I, I, I'm kind of useless. Yeah, let's just see. Let's see. <laughs> I'm saving that one. Stop it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, let's. Uh, can we? Just try like a like a bunch of these things at them as they get close. Like I can cast gust and see if blowing them does anything. <laughs> child. Oh, I didn't even get it. He's a child. 
<laughs> I push Kyogorg into the water oh, again, God. and I cast Shape Water and just rush him down. You have 1,500 uh, gold piece worth of ruby dust if you want to force yeah. cage Kyogorg right now it and leave him, hand. leave him under the ocean. Hmm. That's a cool spell. I have another one that I really want to use, but I just found out that I need a statuette of a dragon worth at least 500 gold pieces. Like me. So if you guys want to make that available to purchase at any point very soon, that would be nice. Coming soon to the store near you. <laughs> I bet I could carve one. We could appraise it for 500. Yeah. 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 I want to do something. Okay. They're getting closer, and it seems like they're surrounding you. They're within range if you want to begin uh, executing whatever your plan is. Execute plan, shoot at them. Can we tell what material they're made of now that they're closer? Like, they keep shifting. Like, even the way that they look, sometimes, you know, now that they're closer, you can see, sometimes it almost appears like they're humanoid. Sometimes they look like animals or plants. And it's just like they're constantly cycling and changing between different forms. So they're not like weapons of some sort. Show me the magic. <laughs> What'd you say? Show me the magic. You, you got to wait till they're within 30 feet of you, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm giving you like attack range first. So okay. anything a little further? Uh, yeah. I, I'm going to have to wait until they're right. Okay. So I think maybe the plan is once we hit this wall and I could potentially cause a hole, we're going to have to make a run for the island. So then that means that mud, we're probably going to need you to be our engine again if you want to transform back into that. So then ideally like we cause a hole, we go through the hole and then we like make a run for it. All right. Um, Sounds like Bart's going to be something similar to attack. I was just going to try a spell yeah. here on them. How far away did you say we'll they say are? they're within about 60 feet at this point. Cool. I want to try a new spell, Crown of Stars. <gasps> Seven star-like motes of light appear and orbit your head until the spell ends. You could use a bonus action to send one of the motes streaking towards one creature or object within 120 feet of you. When you do so, make a ranged spell attack. On a hit, the target takes 4d12 radiant damage. Whether you hit or miss, the moat is expended. The spell ends early if you expend the last moat. If you have four or more motes remaining, they shed bright light in a 30-foot radius and dim light for an additional 30 feet. If you have one to three motes remaining, they shed dim light in a 30-foot radius. This spell's kind of crazy. Yeah. So I don't know exactly how it works. So what is, what is your, you're going to shoot that at them? Yeah. Okay, well, how about I'm also, go, I'm fine with the, what Kyborg suggested. I'm going to use a piece of my inventory. I'm actually going to use something in my inventory. Whoa. I've a uh, potion of thunder resistance. Okay. They're made of lightning. Would mud be like, hey, they probably are going to cause that kind of damage to me. You have not heard any thunder. They just look lightning. Then that's that's a D&D &D question for me. Yeah. Th thunder would be a distinct damage type. That, so the lightning is a different... Lightning's the best description to give of them. It appears they're made of some kind of chaotic But that's what I'm asking is like on a, on a... John's asking on a meta yeah, level. Lightning it, and thunder are two separate. Like thunder wave is totally separate than lightning. Sorry, guys. John's not going to use a piece of inventory. So you're going to cast Crown of Stars? Yes. All right. So seven stars begin circling Bart's head. Uh, it looks almost celestial and like otherworldly. That's cool. Um, and uh, what are we going to do with that, Bart? I guess I would use a bonus action to send one of the moats yes. streaking towards one of these things. Sure. Go ahead and make a ranged spell attack. Uh, well, the one so I'm doing that again. Oh, no, it's a seven. Never mind. So 16. 16 that hits and seems to like temporarily punch a small hole in the wall, which is then filled in with more creatures from behind it. So it replenished itself? Yes. What's the immediacy of uh, Instantly. Okay. So basically nothing happened. I think we're going to have to just it's eat like this wall. chopping off a head of one of those but it creatures. created some sort of constant thing. Could we retreat? We never do that. Could we retreat? We're going to have to get into that island one way or another. 
Do you have to retreat in order to advance? Do we know what happens when these things touch us? No, we don't. No. Gum, gum, we should throw them in. Throw gum in. Is there one close enough to touch? Not yet. Everyone make a perception check. Okay. Then. 28. <sighs> Nine. 22. Oh, lots of good rolls except for gum gum. Sorry, I don't know why I called you out like that. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. <laughs> you all notice what seems to be a vision. You can see something on the other side of all of these creatures off in the distance. What does it look like? It appears to be a half-elf. Oh. A female half-elf who's, uh, like, raising her arms and making, like, an X. I do it, too. Uh, she begins, like, waving and pointing away. I'm, like, controlling Oh, okay, things. so retreat. Oh. Oh, All she's right. saying, don't come here. I turn into a plesiosaurus again, and we go reverse. All right. Who's saying to go away? She's, like, saying, don't come. Don't come. And she's... Going like this. Yeah, pointing away. Pointing away. All right. Uh, you, who was it? Mud? Your perception was 28? Yeah. She looked familiar. Oh, like, uh, who? You think it resembled Mel. Yeah, I was going to say Humaner's daughter. Mel. Oh. oh. I'm glad Blaine said that. Mel. Could not remember who Mel was. All right, you turn into a plesiosaurus and begin swimming away. It seems like all these creatures are closing the distance, but once you get to full speed, uh, you begin putting a little distance between yourself and them. Hey, just for the heck of it, because we're probably going to face these things later, can I just take a shot at one? I mean, we just saw what happened. Yeah, you can take a shot. I, I just like magic, physical damage. I just want to see, like, if I were to shoot them later, I don't want to get caught off guard. So I'm going to just go ahead and take a pot shot. He wants right. to contribute, okay? Uh, <laughs> Kyborg needs to attack something every yes. 15 minutes or he dies. 31. Uh, yeah, you connect with one. Okay, doing damage. 15. What do I see? 15 points. You fire an arrow and it hits one of these beings. And it seems like once the arrow impacts with it, it splits and forms two different beings. I'm oh. glad I know that now. <laughs> huh? Huh? This is worth the time. <laughs> that arrow will never come back. All right. We keep swimming away. Yeah. Eventually, after uh, a while, you're not sure if you're just that much faster or if whatever this is gives up the chase, but uh, seems to recede off into the distance. Okay. So is Erblin not an option right now? Oh, is this like the don't the say invisible? meta stuff? Never mind. <laughs> I was gonna say, is this like an invisible wall? You said it anyway. Do <laughs> <laughs> we go to the baby forest? We don't have any way of communicating with Mel, do we? No. no. We could augury. What? That's a spell that we got. We all have incense and cast augury or something. Communicates Are with gods. Are you saying English? I think that's a I think that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, A U G U R Y. Augury. We have augury. Yeah, we all have incense. You went to uh, the Temple of Daya, right? And you were given incense that would allow you to cast augury, which is a, like a communicate with God, ask for advice type thing. Oh, but that doesn't communicate as to meld. No, correct. And it's also very yeah vague. The best we can do with meld is it seems like your birds live through that situation, so we could do carrier pigeon to send messages back and forth. I'm a plesiosaurus right now, but I, I want to check something out. I'm just a simple plesiosaurus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just a simple plesiosaurus. Um, can I dive and see how deep they go? All the way to the ocean floor. We All get right. through the ocean floor. Do we... Do we go through that? No, 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 no. Listen, we get smarsh. <laughs> we, he makes it. He bores a tunnel from Totora. Yeah, the tunnel. Um, so should we take the hint from these red things and head to instead Embryoak Island? Baby Woods. Baby Woods. Yeah, I don't know Because it's embryo. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, Dr. Hem's in trouble, though, but okay. Well, okay. It's really quick. Okay. Hugh Manor. Dr. Hem is after Hugh Manor, but we know that Hugh Manor's not there, right? He's in the well, floating island. Dyad. No, nice I think that's whatever. where Gum Gum's dad 
potentially might be. Well, that's where they're trying that's, to find. That's where they're trying I to find. I think we should also need to ascertain right. the location of that place. Do we get anything by going to the Embryo Woods other than? I mean, look and find out more. Maybe about, make some babies. Find out more about Bart's past and what could have happened. I yeah, guess. I'm, yeah. Let's go. I'm grasping the straws. Bart, what do you think? I mean, this is kind of your thing. I think we should go to the Embryo Woods. Okay. Let's right. try a new place. So the Embryo Woods is a little bit northeast of Erbloom. It's to the east of Kaltberg. Are you still going to use the plesiosaur ship to get there? Or are you going to fly or something different? Yeah, I think actually be fastest and be a ocean. You know, you got the map. So you set out and it's pretty. It's a pretty straightforward shot there to the northeast to get to the Embryo Woods. As you draw close, you can begin to see it in the distance. And Gum Gum, your vision goes a little strange. Uh, everything to you looks like it's a little bit hazy and muted, almost like you're seeing something that's not there. Go ahead and make me a wisdom check, Gum Gum. Okay. One sepia tone. Mm-hmm. Sepia. You're gonna flash. Uh, that's a three. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to get out of me. Yeah, I don't know. It's, this is quite an interesting throw, roll to ask him. It seems like you're seeing something through someone else's eyes. Gum Malkovich? Oh, no, no, no. They kept saying that he has his dad's eyes. <laughs> Gyrador's eyes. I feel like my eyes aren't my eyes. Almost like you're looking through some kind of magnification, like things are warped and you can see things a little closer than they should be, but it's all difficult to see. And if you look around, you see you have red scales and you're sitting in a chair and you're shackled to a table, sprawling with tools and you're drenched in sweat and out of breath. You're Dr. Ahem. And in the distance, you hear pained screams. Why is Gum Gum seeing Dr. Him? I think I'm Dr. Him, and he's being tortured. Where? Give us to give us details of the surroundings. As you say this, the vision fades Wait, no, and, come back. <laughs> and, uh, and disappears. I smack his head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like how that quick reaction. Uh, everyone roll a perception check. That's a nat 20 for a 19. 28. Nat 20 for a 19. Uh, 16. 19. Oh, all good rolls. So all of you... You see and you feel the warmth of the sun on your skin, and beyond the shores, you see a heavily wooded area flush with a rainbow of colored trees, bushes, fruits, pinks and blues and oranges, and some colors you're not even sure how to describe. And a wall of red lightning thing starts approaching you. There's just an army of babies. <laughs> <laughs> you notice small flickering lights floating between the trees and the occasional silhouette of a beast or a creature roaming the woodlands. I like this. Mud, you're the only one who notices that every now and again in the distance you hear a faint crackling noise. Like the crackle like what? Like a like a water bottle getting scrunched up yeah. or like lightning? Or like a fire. Something like that. Something material and like that material sounding crackle. Maybe like woods cracking. Is I'm trying to determine yeah, like, like wood, how, a giant beast stuffing. What would the difference in those sounds be? You're not sure. It's just a, a, a crackling a noise crackle. of some kind. It's one of the Rice Krispie guys. It is. They're <laughs> in charge of embryo. Snap and popper <laughs> closely behind. Yeah, you pull up onto the shore from the south, and there's woods all in front of you, either to the north, the east, and the west. All right. I take some of the dirt and put it in my pocket. Mm. I claim this land. Kyborgia. <laughs> well, you know what this land is called. It's on, yeah, it's it's on, your, it's on your map. No, no, no. I, I scribble that out and put Kyborgia. <laughs> all right, everyone, welcome to Kyborgia. Welcome, my friends. <laughs> All right. Well, I defer to uh, Bart. Anything seem familiar at all? Mm, let's see. I haven't been here since I, I was born. Yeah, I didn't know if anything like might spark. <laughs> or conceived. I don't know. One yeah. of the two, both. Could I see if I recognize anything? I heard a crackle. We could head that direction. What does that crackle sound like, Bart? Mud. <laughs> Bart mind. mud. 
I don't I don't know. I'm sorry, what did you say there? Um, if Bobby? I recognize anything, anything seems familiar. No, nothing seems to trigger any memories. It's a beautiful forest. It's very um colorful, but nothing that strikes any memories. The vision that I saw, was that like in relation to what we were looking at, or did it just overtake me? You have no idea. I'm worried about Dr. Hill. Why would he have that vision? Yeah. They implanted Girador's eyes into Dr. Ahim. <laughs> Doesn't work. Uh, okay, so I did hear a crackle, and I feel like we could head that direction to see if that might be a creature that might help us. Can yeah. I look for tracks or anything, human or, or, yeah, make, or any? Make an investigation check. <laughs> not survival? You're not surviving. Well, yeah, you're looking That's for. check to follow tracks. Right, but you're looking for the tracks. You're not following tracks. Fine mm. tracks. I smack his butt. By the way, I'm a fear bug now. That's a one. Uh. <laughs> So. I, I take my butt slap back. I don't. I don't want to waste that. You don't want to be associated with it's that. It's a cantrip. I can. I can cast as many times as I want. Not gonna do. It. That made me spit. <laughs> I spit on my laptop. See, so rolled a one. You found tracks. Oh, no, you didn't. They lead to the ocean. <laughs> that tracks. It's like it's like someone from where you are walked backwards <laughs> into the water. <laughs> you need to go this way. There's life forms this way. <laughs> You can make a survival check to follow those if you want. I pull, I, I pull out my keys and j- jingle in to get his attention, and we, I, I start marching towards the woods. I follow. Uh, yeah, and uh, from where you are, from the woods, since like you kind of approached and beached the boat from the south, you can either head to the north, the east, or the west from here. Which way did the crackle come from? It was hard to tell because the trees kind of muffle it with all the leaves. Okay, it was somewhere. Every- okay, everybody. Let's all have a quiet moment and everybody listen to see if they can hear anything to give us direction. (laughs) (laughs) That could have been anybody. (laughs) Can we like uh, try to listen? Yeah, everyone make a perception check. Not going to help there. 11. Seven. (gasps) Critical fail. One. Not 20, 28. Yeah, that's what I needed. <laughs> One of you that's is going to have the role. That's a good little quarterling. Oh, I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. <laughs> Edward takes a stick, piece of cloth, scrawls a Don't make arm any noise. <laughs> onto it, and he sticks it in the ground. He says, guy bored. We need to listen. It seems like it's coming from the east somewhere. Shall we? Let's go the east, then. East. Sorry, it's not left. Kyberg has to do like a full 270. Yeah, if you're circle. facing the beach, then it's to the left. Yeah. Oh, there you go. So you begin heading that way. And after a few minutes of journeying, you encounter a swarm of beetles. They're playing a song? <laughs> they are. Hey, how's it going? Yeah, they are? Yeah. <laughs> Stop. What? I think Dr. Him is dying. The Beatles speak up and say, Oh, that was great. How do you all know that song? We're Buzzy and the Jets. Oh, well, I... What are your names? I'm Bart. Hi, I'm John Reisinger, supervising producer of Squad Team Force, and I'm ending this podcast right now. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Tales of Sneaky Dragon. Dude, you want to sing another song? Jesus. Yeah. (laughs) What you got? Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz
Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. Oh, you all are so good yeah. at Buzz, Buzz, Buzz. I've heard of these Beatles. They only play music that's in public domain. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your name is, you didn't introduce yourself. I'm Bartholomew Finn. Oh, you have a lovely voice, Bart. Thank you. Well, oh, I was I was uh, born here. Oh, were you? I think so. <laughs> I'm 90% sure. <laughs> How many of them are there? Oh, it's just a swarm. There's just like okay, a okay, mass okay. of them. Yeah. I'm Kyborg the Mighty. Oh, good to meet you, Kyborg. You also have a great voice. Can I stick my uh, my arm into the, the swarm to shake their hands? Yeah, yeah they, they make a giant yeah. hand. Well, no, they just like swarm all over your hand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was hoping it'd be like that like motion stuff that like yeah. they form into a hand and shake. <laughs> no, no, just uh, they just swarm all over his hand. Cool. I'm Gum Gum the Wizard. Oh, the mighty Gum Gum Wizard. Yeah. Pleasure to meet you. You want to give your full name? Galindor. Galindor. Ooh, that's a great name. Does it yeah. ring any bells? No, have we met? I don't, I don't think know, so. have I, we? I don't think so. I don't think we were met. Do I look familiar? No. His eyes, no. his special eyes. Look at my eyes. Do you happen to know the name Galindor? Can't say I do. Uh, okay. Can't say we do. Is that your name? Because you haven't introduced yourself to our uh, My host. name's Mud, and we're Mud. trying to find any clues about our friend Dr. Ahem. We don't know any Dr. Ahem, but... Because you all sing so beautifully, we can tell you what we do know. What do you know? We know that you all should be careful out there. Not everyone's as friendly as us, as Buzzy and the Jets. There's red creatures wreaking havoc in the woods. Oh, they're oh, here no. too? Oh, no. Yeah, be careful. They're uh, they're awful. We've encountered these creatures. What kind of like, what do they do? What are they? We don't know. We've never seen anything like it. They're just constantly shifting and destroying things. Mm. Do they remind us of Entropa at all? Make a intelligence check. Can I also do another one? I'm not even trying. That was a three. <laughs> that was a three minus one. Wait, high five. Gum two. <laughs> gum, you gum. add those up. It's a high five. It's up to gum gum. <laughs> That's a nine. I like how you didn't want to roll, but you saw how bad theirs were. <laughs> I were like, I can take part in this. Nine. You're unsure. Does Bart want to do something? No. <laughs> You're unsure. Something about it maybe makes you think of Entropa, but you, I mean, you really don't know. Buzzy and the Jets, do people live in this land, or is it primarily just like like, pe- like people like you, like, you know, groups of uh, beings? Yeah, of course. There are people who uh, live here. The biggest settlement you would probably find is uh, Pip Orchard. Pip Orchard. Where's that? If you go a little further to the east and then make a left up to the north. Okay. Buzzy and the Jets, are there any customs that we should be aware of on the, on this land? Any customs you or should be Or immigration. Just wherever you go, go with a song in your step. Ah, oh, can do. The, uh... Do you have any advice for if we encounter the red stuff? Run away. Okay. They're awful. They're terrible. Have you found any success in attacking or, or have you seen anything that may have damaged them in any way? Oh, no. We don't do anything violent. We see things that are awful like that. We run away while singing a song. Buzz, 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 buzz,
Bart fades out his voice even though he's not walking away. If, if you look in uh, Micah's oh, recent search God. history, you'll find <laughs> public domain songs. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, For the record, just a uh, metagame perspective, I had no idea how to buzz House of the Rising Sun. I was like, I know that song. Buzz, I'm, buzz. There's no way buzz, I'm going to buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Buzz, 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 buzz. Go ahead and give yourself an inspiration hey. die bar. That was, that was that was a great rendition. Alright, so we should we should head east and then they said we head east and then to the left is the town that I've already forgotten the name of. It was north. Pip Pipple? Pip Orchard. Pip Orchard. Northeast. So we're going northeast? Yeah. I want to use survival. Can I look for trying to keep it? To do something yeah. to do a survival you're not even. Check? You're not even like. I didn't what? mean to roll it. Yeah. It's look a for wisdom like a check too. Way, Why are you safe, so? Because I have. See, I have. I didn't use it all the whole time. <laughs> you just want to push the button. <laughs> uh, I, I look for like a safe path through there toward and to uh, avoid the. Yeah. So uh, you know you head east like they said, but you're not sure where to make the turn off to the left to go north. Make a survival check, Gum Gum, yes. to see if you can find the path to the north. Uh, 11. That's a 7 plus... It's, I have a plus 4 in it. Okay. <laughs> That's not bad. Oh, yeah. It's uh, hidden behind some bushes that are overgrown. Beetles can probably see the turn, no problem. But from your perspective, it's hard to see. Are you proficient in survival checks? I guess so. I don't know. Is there, is there a dot it's, in the... Perf- it's a wisdom, which isn't my worst thing. Okay. Intelligence is where yeah. you... Okay. So uh, you're able to like move some shrubs aside and find the path that you turn to the north. It was hidden behind shrubs. In the distance, you start hearing a crack followed by a pop. And as you follow the noises, you eventually push past the thaumaturgical thickets and come upon a village of tiny homes built amidst an orchard of fruit trees and a trickling pond. Are they they tiny little blue people? Crack! A bolt of energy blasts past you and collides with a pocket-sized, sparkling humanoid creature with wings. As soon as the bolt strikes the creature, you hear the tiniest scream and see it pop into glittering dust. Oh my gosh. A warbled voice cackles nearby. (laughs) Good one, Anarchs. I like it when they go pop. I really nailed it right in the chest, didn't I? Let's do it again. Scattered amongst the trees are crackling creatures of red energy laying siege to the houses and tiny fake creatures fluttering about. Are they called Anarchs? That's how they addressed each other. I think collectively they are Anarchs. Anarchs. Yeah. It makes sense because they're causing anarchy. Yeah, seems like a hive mind. How many of them are there? Uh, Right now you see two of them that are talking to each other. So we know that my arrows will make them multiply. How big are they? They keep shifting. Right now, one of them looks kind of humanoid-ish. I'd say like average human size. Five foot something. Yeah, the other one that it's talking appears to be almost like a wolf. We try and freeze them. I don't know, can we? We should probably not try to provoke them, if I had to guess. We gotta we got see these little fairy the beetles told us to run. Yeah. We're stronger than beetles. You hear another crack and see a lightning bolt shoot out and hit another little fairy that screams, <laughs> It's really pretty, all the glitter dust that flies everywhere. <laughs> Still really sad, though. <laughs> Should we attack? Bart steps out and goes, leave them alone! <laughs> Roll initiative. Oh, man. 21. How far away are they? They're pretty close. Let's say within 30 feet, because they're in the clearing you were right by. Seven. Nine. Eleven. So we got Gum Gum, then uh, Anarchs, then Kyborg. Gum Gum, your friend Bart has stepped into the clearing and accosted the two creatures referring to themselves as Anarchs. What do you want to do? Okay, I want to go forward as much as I can while still keeping my action. So I guess that's 20 feet, right? You can go like 40, I can't you? I go 40? Uh, yeah, 40. Okay, so I'll go up to them. Now that I'm closer, what do they look like? Lightning. Lightning. One's humanoid, yeah. one's wolf-like. Yep, they're like red 
chaotic lightning and they just like constantly shifting does it seem like ice would do anything to them you don't know you've never seen mm. anything like this before all right well i'm gonna ice storm then ice storm them yeah a hail of rock hard ice pounds ground in 20 foot radius 40 foot high cylinder cylinder on a point within rage each creature in the cylinder must make a dexterity saving throw creature takes 2d8 bludgeoning damage to 4d6 cold damage on a failed save or half as much on a successful one all right what is the save they need to make it is 13. All right, 13. Here I go. I'm rolling for, I'd say both of them are within 20 feet of each other. Mm -hmm. That is a 20 and a 2. So one of them makes it, one of them fails. Okay. So uh, roll your damage. That's 6 plus 46 cold. 6 plus 6. So 12. I like how you say every number as a a question. Uh, And it's difficult terrain until the end of my next turn in that area that they were hit. Making that note on them right here. So one of them took 12, the other one took 6. Yeah. I want to see if ice does anything to them. Okay, yeah, it seems like it hurts them. They shout in pain. Does it seem like they're hurt more by the physical hitting of the stones or the ice? You can't tell? Yeah, it's hard to say. You really can't tell. Mm. And now I'll go ahead and rage as my bonus section. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to approach and ask for feedback on that attack. <laughs> so how did that make you yeah. feel? <laughs> Can you spell this out for me? Eight and a two. And I can pick now. A bolt of light shoots from my chest. Another creature of your choice you can see within 30 feet must succeed on a constitution saving throw or take 1d6 radiant damage and be blinded. Okay, which one would you pick? The one that took full damage or the one that took half damage? Which one was the wolf and which one was the... Full damage was the humanoid. Uh, half damage was the wolf. I'm going to do half damage with the wolf. So you target that one yeah. and hit it with your radiant damage. Go ahead and roll that radiant damage. Roll that beautiful bean footage. Five. Oh, and it needs to make constitution save, right? Yeah. The save is... DC 8 plus your proficiency bonus plus your constitution modifier. So it's 8 plus 5 is 13. Plus 5. Plus 5 is 18. And I rolled a 17. So that's a fail. Yes. So it takes 5 points of damage. And is blinded. And is blinded. Okay. Anything else, Gum Gum? Nope. Okay. Then it is the humanoid red energy's turn. <laughs> what a phrase. <laughs> Anarchs. The humanoid run energy dudes guys turn. Humanoid <laughs> Anarchs' turn. It looks at you, Gum Gum. It knows that you attacked it and it hurls something at you. It's like a mass of like some kind of energy. Okay. It hits AC 11. Nope. You sounded so sad. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. Imagine <sighs> you just pinging off of Gum Gum and Gum Gum just not flinching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It seemingly has no effect. It uh, just clearly misses you by a, a wide margin. As it went by, you, I mean, you got a closer look at it and it's just difficult to tell what it is. It's just like a pulsing red energy ball that went by you. Plasma. But even a ball makes it sound too defined. It's like uh-huh. constantly shifting in, in shape. All right, Kyborg, after Kyborg is Bart. Okay, the guy that just attacked Gum Gum, I say, you attack my friend, I attack you forever winter. So now he's my sworn enemy. Okay. It's really loud, sorry. And that's the humanoid one? Yeah, uh, so then, I attack with the longbow of Crystallina. That's a 33. Believe it or not, that hits. Interesting. Whoa. All right. So I do <laughs> nine piercing, but the primary reason I wanted to do this is because the longer bow of Crystallina against my sworn enemy does 46 cold damage, which I feel like that's like what we're looking for here. No, no, no. So I roll 46s. Here's hoping. We've done radiant. We've done piercing. That's... <sighs> nine points of cold damage. So nine points of piercing damage and then another nine points of cold damage? Yes. Okay. We'll see if we'll have three combatants soon. Yeah, it impacts doing significant damage and as it hits the Anarchs, it splits into two. 
Huh. Yell, I don't know. And you hear it laugh. It's just, ah, we are anarchs. So what did you do differently? Nothing. I have like physical attacks, I guess. There's got to be some type of damage to do that would hurt them. Mine is magic arrows, though. It's not like it's like physical arrows. Does that make any difference? No, yeah, I know. All, all of your attacks are always magical because of your feats. It's hard to tell like what has done anything to it because at this point it could have all just been damaging it and they could just split no matter what. Yeah. But it didn't do it when the ice storm hit them. Or they when maybe my... had not have not, they didn't lower enough HP. Like they didn't get to that point of splitting. Like it could be like once they're dead, then they split into two, you know? Can I perceive like, is this like an identical copy in terms of like how worn they seem? You know how sometimes I can tell like roughly where they are at health wise? Yeah, they both seem very weak. Okay. Um, maybe they get weaker as they split. That's my hope. What's the status of my uh, called like sworn enemy thing? Now that oh, that's a good question. It's on one of them. One of them would be your sworn enemy. Okay. Well, then that one, I'm going to take another hit with a longer bow of crystallina. Okay. So once again, I'm going to roll. Oh, okay. That was a one, but it made a 15, but that's a critical fail. Yeah, it's so, always going to miss. So yeah. then I'm going to do, um, I'm going to do a lucky. Plus 14? Yep. Yeah. I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a lucky feat and reroll that. Yep. He just got a 33 on the last attack roll. You shouldn't be surprised. Yeah, 18. But... Yeah, 18. That hits. Okay. And then I'm going to do, this is piercing. So that's a 12. And then I'm going to do... 46 cold and that's gonna be 10. Yeah, your bow hits that original one that's your sworn enemy and it falls to the ground unmoving. Okay, no splitsies? No, and as it falls to the ground, its form changes yet again and it transforms and it looks like a red lightning version of you, Kyborg. A red <laughs> lightning though? Yes, you think so. Okay, uh, well then I'm gonna uh, use my bonus action, right? To switch over the my sworn enemy Okay. Status. So I say, oh, you are my sworn enemy <laughs> for Everwinter. To which one? Uh, the other one that split off of him. Got it. And then now I'm going to take another shot with the long, longer bow of Crystallina. This is my third attack. This is a 16. That hits. Oh. <laughs> All right. And then I do 15 points piercing and 11 points cold. It falls to the ground dead. And as it falls to the ground, it transforms and it looks like a tree. Okay. Uh, and then I'm going to uh, distance myself from the other Anarchs. There's only one. It's the wolf one. Yes. Right. And it's blinded. I just want to distance And it's still only one. Yes. Anything else, Kyward? Nope. That was my third attack. Okay. I'm just going to distance myself, so that'll be my movement. Bart, you're up, then the Anarchs, and then Mud. Okay. Bart. Um, I am going to attempt to do something new. As a bonus action first, I'm going to cast Vanishing Smite. So for that, uh, the next time I hit a creature with a weapon attack before the spell ends, my weapon crackles with force and the attack deals an extra 5d10 force damage to the target. Wow. So I'm going to cast that, and then I'm going to try to run at the wolf and actually do a, a melee attack. Uh, is this the first time you do a melee attack? No. Not the first, but it's been a while. Yeah, it's, it's been it's a while. Rare. Yeah. Definitely has used uh, his, uh, like, a sword, I think is what you have. Yeah. yeah I have yeah. a dagger, a longsword, a spear. Yeah, you've used that. Oh, and it but sparingly. I still have crown of stars as well. I think that might still be around my head. It lasts for an hour. I think it's kind of like a weapon. Yeah, but I would say it would have taken you longer than an hour because you cast it when okay. you were still out of Herbloom. It would have taken you longer than an hour to cross via boat to get here. Normally, yeah. If you were to cast it like at the beginning of combat, it would stay for an hour and you would continue to use it. Okay. But in this particular instance, no. Well, I'm going to use my dagger. Okay. So I get up close enough to the wolf. Oh, no. <laughs> 13? 13. That actually does hit. Okay, cool. So then I think I do my normal dagger damage and then another 5d10? Yes. Okay, so my normal dagger damage. 5d10 is that smite thing you Yeah. 
There's also a lot more to it that we're going to get to in a second. Yeah, so that's just a five from the dagger. Okay, you strike it with your dagger or you stab it and then it yells, we are anarchs, and it splits into two. I think I should not, not just me. <sighs> <laughs> we are anarchs. And then do I do my vanishing smite? Yeah, you would roll your 5d10. And guess you got to pick who you do that to. 26. And just to continue reading this vanishing smite, just because it's a... It's a crazy spell. So if this attack reduces the target to 50 hit points or fewer, you banish it. If the target is native to a different plane of existence than the one you're on, the target disappears returning to its home plane. Whoa. If the target is native to the plane you're on, the creature vanishes into a harmless demi-plane. Oh my God. While there, the target is incapacitated. It remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears in the space that left. Bart, I'm sorry for all those times I upset you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make me banish smite you. It's insane. It's so much. All right. So um, the energy from the Banishing Smite uh, like coalesces and focuses down onto the Anarchs and it screams and disappears. One of them or both of them? One of them. <laughs> Bart just sent that thing to hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's really, that's really cool. I love that. I've been waiting to use it because I'm always afraid to do like up close attacks. Uh-huh. I'm so delicate. The other one like looks around nervously. And says, <laughs> and, 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 I am Anarchs. Could I use a bonus action Anarchs? to go? <laughs> you want some of this? <laughs> <laughs> Make an intimidation roll. This has to succeed. Blind colors. 13. Yeah, it seems very nervous. It like backs away a little bit. It like shrinks away from you. <laughs> Anything else, Bart? No. Okay, it's Anarchs' turn. Man, it just saw <laughs> it just saw you banish that Anarchs. It's mm. It runs away. Is it within? Does it? It's within yeah, a, it. attack of opportunity from Bart. Could I but take not me. attack no. of opportunity? Because you slinked back. No, I didn't. I thought you did. No, nope. I did. Oh, he did. Uh, but no, but it is immediately right next to Bart. So it would be Bart's attack of opportunity. Okay. So how do I do that? Uh, just make an, uh, an attack roll with like your dagger again. 14. That hits. Eight points of damage. You stab it and it screams, Anarchs! And it falls to the ground. Dead. <laughs> and it transforms into a, like a red chaotic flower. Cool. Gum, gum, don't touch. <laughs> Actually, should we can, touch? Can, yeah, can I go investigate it and pick it up? Not a bad idea. Yeah, you begin walking over. The train is still difficult. I don't know if that applies to you or not. Uh, I think it does. It just means you would like, like kind of slow moving over it. But the fight's over. Yeah. And out from the tree line, you see one of those little pixies uh, emerge. Uh, and says, Oh, thank you all so much. Thank you. We, we didn't know what we were going to do. Everyone gets an inspiration die and five temporary hit points. Wow. I'm Ikezdi. I live here at Pip Orchard. We were under attack by these creatures we've never seen before. Uh, well, they were apparently called Anarchs. Mm. We definitely knew Awful. that. They're terrible. Right, they attack you. Oh, we have no idea. They just showed up. And as Ikezdi is saying this, a horde of Anarchs emerges from a tunnel to the north and charges towards you all. Boom, boom, boom. <sighs> Out from the treetops sleeps a hulking hunchback wielding a tree trunk hammer and a glistening goblet. The towering colossus lands on the ground with a boom, quaking the earth beneath you, and wham, her hammer pummels the handful of anarchs into sizzling red dust. Oh, she's on her side. Oh, yeah. Wham, wham, wham. She batters the red dust into the ground a few more times. The remaining anarchs stop in their tracks and scatter back into the tunnel. The Herculean hunchback screams into the air. Nothing can stop grizzlies. Stop. Just stop. They're already gone. You leave. Come on. We gotta have a catchphrase. We used to do it all the time back when we were. The two heads turn and face you with a raised eyebrow. Infinites.
find out what Grizzly has been up to or oh what's going God. on in the next episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. Whoa, that's so cool. This is the farm that they retired. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it felt so bad that they gone and then... Uh, that they gone? Yeah, now they're back. Now they back. They back. Guess who's back? Hopefully Grizzly's not Sleek. <laughs> Grizzly's back. Death to Sleek. Speaking of tell a friend. Tell a friend about this podcast. No, I yeah. know. Please. Chris Sleek's not my friend. But yes, you should tell a friend. And here's a quick shout out to folks that interacted with us on social media recently. Here's some NPCs named after them in the episode. Uh, Buzzy and the Jets, the singing swarm of beetles named after user JetGirl187. A Chesdy, the Papixie named after uh, HSD, like the letters, get it? HSD, HSD. We also want to give special thanks to some friends who provided voiceover in this for characters in this episode, such as Omar Finn, voiced by Jacob Fullerton. Simpson Finn, voiced by Blizzbear. Grizzly, voiced by Issa Badiola, Elive, voiced by Jessica Vasami, and Dr. Ahem, voiced by Micah Reisinger. Tune in next time for another thrilling episode of Tales from the Stinky Dragon. <laughs> <laughs>